Welcome, everyone, to episode number 12 of Kicks at the Castle. It's a podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is John, and I'll be your host, and I'm joined by the rest of the Kicks at the Castle team. We got Irv. Yo, what's good? And we got my man, Matt. What's going on, everybody? All right, and uh, this week we are welcoming the Mad Hatter himself, Miguel Vargas. But you all might know him as the Gentleman Disney on Instagram. What's up? How's it going? All right. Well, we've got a great show planned for you this week. We've got our Fit of the Week feature um, in our uh, World versus Land. We're going to talk about the Jungle Cruise. We're going to jump in the DMs and uh, talk about uh, Magic Kingdom Christmas parties. We'll catch up with recent trips on property. And uh, as usual, we have a few games played with Miguel before we get to know him better. But first, let's jump into the pickups. So uh, actually, before we jump into the pickups, I want to check in with uh, with uh, Irv and Matt and see how you guys are doing. I heard that they are retiring happily ever after on September 29th, and I just don't. I don't know if you guys are okay. Are you guys okay? <laughs> you know what's funny is that yeah, like I I knew that a new show was coming, and then like I saw like people posting like oh yeah, happily ever after is is going away. I'm like well what did you guys expect? <laughs> like, I didn't think that happy ever after was going to be for the holiday or the holiday celebration, the 50th celebration. Like I knew something was coming. So, I mean, it's going to end sooner or later. So what are they going to yeah. do? They're going to do a special show for the 50th and then they'll bring out a new show after that. No, I think it's, uh, actually, I don't know. I, I think it's just the 50th, um, celebration show for now. Okay. I heard they're going to retire it permanently. Right. Well, that's what I I'm thought. When I saw retired, sure. I figured it wasn't coming back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I know Irv's going to be like, uh, every night until September 29th, I'm going to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely going to try to make sure I hit it a few more times, but I mean, I'm sure the, the next one's going to be like just as dope, you know, so. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't, yeah. they don't skimp on that stuff. Nah. So. All right, well, uh, let's jump into pickups. Who, want, who wants to lead us off this week? Did anybody have a Catalonia week that we want to back off on? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got a um, couple of vintage tees. That's about it. All right, man, let's see them. Show us what you got, Irv. Right. Um, both pirate tees. One is from The Ride. Oh, nice. Um, Maroon. You got um, Mickey and Goofy. Then you got the pirate and trying to cut the heads off, catch Goofy hat. <laughs> So yeah, I like that one. Then they got a little on the back. Nice. nice. Oh, magic. So it's a magic kingdom tea. Got it. Yeah. And um, I did like a Google image search and found out it came out in like 2016. So it's not really like quite vintage, but you know, it's pretty cool. And then um I got this one right here that I really like. Little Captain Ooh, Jack. Dang, that one's fire. Yeah. Oh, that's like a movie tea. Yeah, this is the movie tea. Yeah. Okay. All right. The world's end. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. So yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I got. Two finished tees, but I like them. And I think I got both tees for like fifteen dollars a piece, so they weren't bad buys. Nice, good deal. Miguel, how about you? Any any pickups this week? Any any fitteds? Uh, not this week, but uh, maybe like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I got I have this uh, oh, an old oh silhouette navy Man. blue. This that's came out like I want to say three years ago in Japan only. Bro, where do you find these? Hey, that's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> Trust, trust me, that Matt, that question is in the interview. Where do you find these? <laughs> this is also a Japan release. Yeah, I guess. Nice. Wow, man, those man, those are some great hats. Yeah, the Donald 
Oh man, Donald hat. That's sweet. If, okay. For everybody who's listening, you got to check the YouTube to get a peek of those hats. Cause they're, they're crazy. Yeah. Matt, how about you, man? Anything? So no, Chris got a Luna week, but, um, I did get these, the ultra boost, ultra boost shop, nice kicks collab they are my size i'm still debating if i want to keep these or not but very dope shoe i i like the nmds better but i mean it's an ultra boost they're they're hella comfy so yeah i might have to keep these i didn't get a whole lot this week i, I think i mentioned that i had the supreme pause shirt coming that's basically payment to my son for taking care of the dogs while we were in disney world and then uh the only other thing i got is uh this guy i got a little jungle cruise sunday boat from <laughs> from the tropical hideaway it was, uh, it was actually kind of a nice, quiet week for me. Very rare. So Irv and I held true our word on slowing down on the shoes at least for seven days. Yeah, man. I almost bought a pair today, but I did not. We'll check back in seven more days, Irv, and see how we're doing. Um, hopefully we can hang tight, man. Hopefully I'm trying to. So, wow, quiet, quiet week on the pickups. All right, well, let's get into fit of the week this week. We've got uh, John Von Schweetz um, hanging out at Pixar Pier in front of the uh, Death Wheel and Chunky Dunkies. Uh, got a Lilo and Stitch Hawaiian shirt, and he's got my man Grogu on his shoulder. Um, that was a pretty fire pick. That was, I think it was from a little bit ago, wasn't Matt? But, uh, damn, Chunky Yeah, Dunkies. I was just going through the uh, Kicks at the Castle uh, hashtag, and it was like the top, I guess, the top hashtag. Okay. And then I was just like, oh. I haven't seen this one, but dope pick. Can't, can't, go, wrong. can't go wrong with Chunky Donkeys. No, I can't lose with the pair. <laughs> I've actually, I mean, I've seen a few pairs at Disneyland, um, actually. So I tell you, people, people at Disneyland, they, they like to wear their heat. Yeah. So anyway, so if you'd like to be our fit of the week featured, uh, make sure to tag us or uh, use the hashtag kicks at the castle for a feature. All right. Uh, each week we pick a landmark from Walt Disney World or Disneyland Resort and we decide which park has it better. This week we're going to talk Jungle Cruise. Miguel, I know you've ridden both. You want to leave us off? I, I haven't ridden the one in uh, Disney World. When I went oh, last yeah. September, it still wasn't open. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. There's there's some differences. Um, Wait, I, I didn't ride the one in Disneyland when we went either. I didn't did. ride that one. Oh, nope. Man. Oh, man. So, all right, Matt. You doing both? Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know which one is better, honestly. I mean, I, I will say like the area itself like going up to the ride or where it is in Adventureland I would say we have it better just because there's there's more room um it's a lot more open space and you have like the misters that are like right right in front of it um the ride queue I'd give it to to you guys I I do like the building and the structure and yours is two story right Two story, yeah. You usually get yeah. It's two story. Any, any there's weight a lot. At all, you're gonna end up going upstairs. And you guys have a lot more cool things to look at in in queue. But um, the ride itself, I mean, it's pretty much the same. Um, I would say, except for because we have that that tunnel part. Yeah, the um, it's Cambodian Temple, right? Yeah, or the temple part that that you guys don't have, which I think is is pretty cool, but. Other than that, I mean, as far as like the jokes and stuff, I mean, it's pretty even as as far as the skippers. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I rode them both recently. I I, I rode the one at uh, at uh, Magic Kingdom when I was there, and then actually that was the first ride I hit when I came. I went to the park on Sunday, and because uh, they just had reopened it from from redoing it, and I can tell you that I think they're both very good they're they're a little different 
Um, the Cambodian temple is awesome. I really like that part. But I mean, our jungle skippers have guns and yours don't. So, I mean, you know, um, I thought that the new sections were interesting. I don't know that they're going to tie into the movie that well. I don't, I don't really, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Mel, Miguel, did you write it? Did you write it since they remodeled it? Yeah, I, I did. Okay, so that's, you know, they've got a sunken boat. Actually, the boat with the monkeys on it is kind of my favorite part. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, they have a couple other scenes. They took they took Trader Sam out. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting since they still have a bar called Trader Sam's. So I thought maybe they'd incorporate him into it. Um, I think they're just different. I don't I don't think that one's better than the other, in my honest opinion. I think, that, um, I think Magic Kingdom is longer. Um, I agree with Matt. I think our queue's better, which is rare rare to say but it's one of those ones <laughs> where we actually have shade in our queue and it's one of the few cues that we have shade i think that the skipper makes all the difference if you get a good skipper you're going to have a good ride if you get a man skipper you're going to have a man ride um because let's face it it's not it's not about what you see it's what they tell you yeah and i still have my favorite jokes um actually um the jungle skipper in <laughs> magic kingdom had one of the funniest lines i'd heard um you know how when you come up at the end of the ride they're like you got the two docks you know what we call that and they say paradox and he's all you see the two guys standing next to the, on the dock and then he's like that's a pair of dorks and i thought that was pretty funny <laughs> um, um so i think they're both great I, I i i don't think i would give up one for the other um i think you guys have a great we have a great um i will say that i think that the line at disney world always seems to be longer feels like you guys get up over an hour regularly and because uh, i was looking at the wait times and and here other than that because they just redid it it seemed like it was a little bit spiked but it feels like it's usually about a half an hour or less at disneyland so it's one i go on all the time because it's usually not much of a wait um but like i said the and the fact that our guys shoot gun and apparently okay so did you guys any of you guys see the behind the ride or behind the attraction thing that they got on disney plus yeah i watched it, it. yes so I, I had no idea that the cap gun was for timing so that the next boat would know where they were at. I didn't realize it was a timing thing. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was pretty cool. I, I so what did you guys think of it overall as far as like as a series go? I mean, I only watched the first episode. I didn't get too deep into it, but uh I thought I'm on I'm on episode three of of uh I think it's Star Tours. Yeah. But I fell asleep yeah. to it last night. But I did watch Haunted Mansion, obviously Jungle Cruise, and uh we're gonna finish uh Star Tours tonight. Okay. But yeah, it's it's I like it. It's good. Yeah. I thought it was funny how The Rock was like, where he was talking about the backside of the water. Yes. He was like, <laughs> when I first saw it, I didn't really understand it, but it still kind of made sense. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'll chant O2H when we go in there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, what did, what did you guys, what did you guys think of this? The at least the first episode. I think it was good, man. I um I watched that one in Haunted Mansion, and it was a lot of stuff that I didn't necessarily know, especially about the building of the first one. So the, um, the first Jungle Cruise in Disneyland, so that was pretty cool, man. And then the Haunted Mansion, I kind of knew a lot about that, but I didn't know about, you know, the other ones in different countries. So that was pretty cool. I mean, I, I like it. We'll probably finish the whole season. Yeah. How about you, Miguel? Do you, yeah, you, I, I dug it. I always like to see a behind-the-scenes stories, documentaries, and uh, how they de made the decisions, like at the other parts, you know. Um, someone someone on, on, uh, on Instagram said the, na the narrator is annoying, though. <laughs> <laughs> I read that, yeah. and I, I, I kind of agree. Like, they're trying yeah. to be funny, but they're not. Yeah. 
Well, and like to yeah. me, I, I really like the Imagineering story. I thought that was awesome. And, and they actually showed a little bit of the Jungle Cruise being put in. And like, like I said, that the image of the, the station wagon driving in the dirt in the, yeah. in the channel it was dug yeah. out was really cool. Um, but I, I'm, I'm anxious to give it another shot. I mean, I'm certainly going to watch the whole series, whether I love it or, you know, I, I certainly don't dislike it. Because I always like fun little facts. And actually, you know, if we're looking for some trivia for the next episodes, we might be able to pull some out of that out of that series so uh anyway no it was a good deal so anyway um as far as land versus world I, we're gonna call it a draw is that fair is that, is that is that the first draw we've come up with maybe that's our first draw, <laughs> first draw. all right man who knew who knew so let's get to trips on property um miguel man i know i know you were in disneyland not that long ago how to how to go for you what'd you do uh yeah there every for- day for uh, this past Saturday, July 17th, for Disneyland's 66th birthday. And it was also my birthday. So it's just awesome. tradition to go there on, on that day. Uh, I got there super early at, at Rope Drop. First thing I did was go to Tropical Hideaway to get that, uh, that pineapple uh, split and the, and the new souvenir boat. At the same time, I, I mobile ordered the, their 66th birthday cupcake from Jolly Holiday. Wanted to get those before they were gone. And then within that hour at like nine o'clock, I, I had reservation at Oga's. So I was going to get some drinks at Oga's for my birthday. Wow, you started hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then later on, I had a early dinner reservations at Blue Bayou. Always one of my favorite traditions. I saw that on your Instagram. Are they yeah. serving alcohol yet? Yeah, they, they, they have like, um, they have that, that hurricane drink and they have wine and beers. I think the hurricane drink is on tap so it's not like somebody's mixing it back, back okay. you know and it's pretty strong but it's also pretty sweet and i had their uh their gumbo which is one of my favorites and uh petite filet with a lobster tail nice yeah and then i actually had uh another august reservation like in the evening but i kind of canceled that i was just like already tired i just uh hung out in like batu i tried that new uh cold brew calf with the with the cocoa puffs okay had a ronto wrap so yeah and then just watch the the fireworks from batu that's a good spot i was telling somebody yeah. that uh fireworks from batu is a, is a great vantage point it echoes out there though yeah yeah but that's one of the things need some so, star wars music but that's on. one of the things that they don't get at magic kingdom like you don't have yeah. that view because i mean are, are there fireworks at hollywood studio not right now though not right now but okay. they're getting the the one over there at the chinese theater coming back yeah i think yeah so. i hope so <laughs> nice nice well, sound like, so uh would you would you go shoe wise what was the shoe choice uh i wore the jordan 3 the one with the denim the one okay. that came out like earlier nice. this year yeah good pair i like lately I, I just wear like jordan threes at, at at the parks i know i bumped into you a couple of, we've got a couple of pictures we're both wearing threes <laughs> yeah yeah i think it was not spray farm right you were wearing the red the yeah. red cements and i was wearing the black cements let's go yeah. Cool. All right, man. Matt, how about you? You make it on property this week? I did. So Saturday, um, I got to check out food and wine. Oh, nice. Um, it was like the third day. Yeah, the hey, third day. Can you day. believe how lame I was that I scheduled my trip in between Flower and Garden? And- <laughs> I missed them. Missed them yeah, man. Two days. Messed up, bro. <laughs> uh, that, that, is, that is rookie move. rookie move. i would have i would have rescheduled oh wait didn't you get like you had like a layover or um, oh yeah you got stuck right i did you just stayed man yeah anyways so i didn't get there till like the evening till like 7 30 because man it's been 
hella hot here like 90s 95 i think today it was like 95 <laughs> um but yeah so we got there in the evening so we only had like two hours um to do everything we didn't go on any rides uh when we first got there i wanted to get some some picks uh with the the chili red harmony lows from united mm -hmm. and basically took pictures at norway and then after that we went to greece and tried the the griddled cheese which was probably my favorite one or favorite dish that we tried there um that night it's basically like a piece of cheese with like honey and pistachio then we went to france and we got the escargot and it was like a I think it's called the chicken cock of bean or something like that. It's basically like braised chicken with like potatoes or like uh like potato balls. So how and is then, the escargot? Because I've never had it, but it never really sounds good. <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite things there. Really? Like uh yeah. it's they, they have it almost like every year. It's not a, it's not intimidating eating a snail. No, you never had uh escargot before? I have not. It's it's pretty good. All right. it's, it's like garlic butter in like a croissant so it's like a snail sandwich basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then after that we went to mexico and got like the bread pudding this one i wasn't a fan of the the bread was kind of like tangy and and like a little bit of spicy and then the the chocolate the taste of the chocolate was like kind of weak and it was like really watery i don't know I, I wasn't a fan of it and then um the last thing that we got was we went to the donut box i didn't get the sriracha donut or the chicken donut uh, i'm gonna try chicken that next time donut? yeah so it's basically wow. like fried piece of chicken breast and then the bun is a sriracha donut oh okay yeah I'm gonna try it next time. But we got the a black forest donut, which is basically like a chocolate donut with like cherries on it. It was it was pretty fun. And that was it. We went home. Nice. But we're going again this Sunday. So gonna try a little bit more stuff. Nice. Nice. What about you, Irv? Um, we made a quick trip to um Animal Kingdom and kind of like what Matt was saying, man, it's so hot. I only think we we got to Animal Kingdom at like 5:45, and I think it closed at like seven. So we had Dang. like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't gonna do any rides at all but we ended up like doing a walk on to dinosaur that was pretty good we got stuck like right in like the darkest part oh that's like, right you put that seconds. you put that in your story i saw that yeah <laughs> it was so dark and um it was like a group of um girls in front of us and they were like terrified and i was like bro it's not a part of the ride i don't know why we're just sitting here for so long <laughs> <laughs> but then it started so that was pretty cool then um after that we made it to everest like at 659 so carter wasn't gonna let it go so me and carter jumped on that and um it was a good ride i kind of like it when it's like the last ride of the night because everybody's like real hype so everybody on the ride was like real hype we was whooping and hollering the whole time man so that, that was pretty cool then um after that we just kind of just walked out pretty slow and just took our time what shoes you wear the jordan three racer blues man oh that's right <laughs> busting them out yeah um man I, i'm not like miguel now but i probably wear those those in my air max ones like every trip they're so comfortable uh i love that shoe all right well uh i made it out i went out to disneyland the day after miguel i went on sunday um i figured i figured everybody would be there saturday so sunday would be a little bit quieter and i think i think he was right and uh i busted out the ama manier threes for the for first time out of the box and uh they were nice they were really nice <laughs> but i tell you what i was thinking about it every time i was eating something i wanted to make sure i didn't drop anything on those shoes <laughs> so, but it is what it is now we had a good time i actually i was thinking i didn't really talk too much about my trip to disney world and i'll save it because i'm not going to be at disneyland for like three more weeks but uh 
I'll just go over my Sunday trip. Um, ended up, God, we feel like we ate all day long. I think we uh, we ate at the French market, um, had the, I think I had this, the salad, but we ended up having the Haunted Mansion wedding cake. I think that's, I think that was new. I don't, and I hadn't seen that before. And that was pretty good. Um, enjoyed that. I split that with my wife and then uh, went into Galaxy's Edge and they, they got, I don't know if you saw uh, Ronto Roasters, they had um, a drink it was like limited for like three days it was like a mango drink because it, my wife likes the tattooing sunset so i always get those um it didn't have it didn't have a cool name it just was like a mango drink and it was said it was limited so i got that and it was actually really good so hopefully they are bringing that back i ended up having a pineapple split uh, got my boat um like i said that was that was a good 34 minute wait and i, I was gonna hit lamplight that, that was my that was my plan all along was to go over and get in the um the walk-up line i got a one o'clock for the boarding groups at one i got or 12 i got uh web slingers and when we went over to get in line they're like oh we're experiencing extended wait times and so i didn't know what that means i didn't know if that means they're down one car or whatever it was well apparently that means the ride shut down and it's not going anywhere so we actually waited in that queue for like an hour kind of pissed me off which we were we were hungry by the time we got off there my wife say hey, let's get she liked the quantum pretzel so she's like hey let's get a quantum pretzel mobile order windows were closed so i ended up doing standing in the standby and it was probably a half hour standby line so i ended up getting two beers and the not so little chicken sandwich along with the quantum pretzel so we just had dinner at uh at the pim's text test test kitchen which was all right like I said, I was I had my heart set on the nachos because I saw they got the carne asada back. So I was I was planning on getting the carne asada nachos, but uh, I will hit that next trip. Like I said, as of uh, rides of note, uh, I did hit the updated Jungle Cruise, which was cool to see the new scenes. I did ride the Matterhorn because it's been closed since Disneyland reopened. Felt smoother. I don't know if they did any. I don't know what they actually did to it, but I remember that being a backbreaker and it really wasn't that bad. So like that could just be, be me not remembering it correctly. Do you know, Miguel, did they actually work on the ride or was it just closed or? I don't know for sure if they improved it or anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I didn't hear that they were actually working on it, but it, it seemed better. But I, whatever, for whatever that means, I was on the, I was on the right side, not the left side. If that, I don't know if that makes a difference either. But I uh, did the single rider line and man, it was fast. I think the posted wait time was 55 minutes and a single rider was like 15 minutes. So uh, definitely hit the single rider. It uh, paid off. The other thing is, is just, just, just a little aside that uh, I did do Buzz Lightyear again. And not only was the last time I rode Buzz before I went to Disney World, I got Galactic Hero. Got Galactic Hero in Disney World and I got Galactic Hero when I came back. So coast to coast and back again, Galactic Hero. <laughs> so I might I might have to retire a Buzz Lightyear and not never do it again. Just retire a champion. There's nowhere there's nowhere to go up and down. Anyway, that was my uh, that was my Sunday, and like I said, I'm not going back until like August 17th. So I'll uh, I'll probably talk about Disney World when I get back because uh, it's kind of cool. It was kind of cool going to Disneyland, and like I said, having that perspective. You know, like I said, I was I was really high on Disney World when I came back, and I think it's part of it's that hey, I'm gone for eight days. I'm on vacation versus I'm driving up for you know, nine hours of fun. So uh, like I said, getting back to Disneyland reminded me how great Disneyland is. Anyway, all right, um, DMs. R. Rivera 84, uh, Richard, he wants to know about Magic Kingdom Christmas parties. And uh, I have nothing to add to that other than I really, 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 really want to go to one. So I will be anxious to listen to the people that have gone to one tell me all about it as well. So uh, who's who's been? <laughs> yeah, I have not been. So I'm, I'm with you, John. <laughs> 
All right. All right. Who's, who's going to tee it off? Uh, Miguel, you're our guest. Tee it off. Tell us about it. Yeah, I went on my trip in 2017. So fortunately, the, the my Magic Kingdom day fell on a, a party day. I believe the it started like at from, it's from 6 to 12. So you could check in as early as like 4 p.m., get the wristbands. And then from Town Square, you go to that that side entrance pathway that's behind the, the, the Main Street buildings. And okay. You could get, uh, they give you like free hot chocolate, free uh, holiday cookies, and then have uh, some photo spots. Um, I know they had like the whole castle lighting ceremony with Elsa and projections, and they have, you know, the, the white lights all on the, on the castle. Uh, one of the things I'm, I really like is that, you know, they have a Christmas uh, show right there on the main stage in front of the castle. And they, they play it like four times. So if you're missing one of them, you go always catch the next one. And while everybody's watching the show, you could go and get some, some rides because there's no lines or you could go meet other characters. Um, and then uh, they have the, the, the Christmas parade, which they, uh, I believe uh, goes two times. Um, one of the things I, I liked was like they had a Wreck-It Ralph float with like, you know, a sugar house made out of sugar and you could actually smell the sugar, you know, as it's passing by and stuff. And of course they have their, their uh, projections and fireworks show. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I was, I rode a few rides and yeah, every time I was trying to get back to the, the, the show, the stage show, it was like too late. I couldn't get a good spot. So the next time I just kind of waited it out and I scooted myself in front and center so I could get a good spot. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's really good. It's worth it, you know. Check it out at least once. You know, the holidays at the parks is always the best, whether it's Christmas or Halloween. They're always worth it. Yeah. How would you, how would you compare it to a Halloween party? Well, you know, the Halloween party, you get more rare characters, and of course, you go trick or treating. Um, uh, I don't know. I I I always love the Halloween season at the Disney parks. Oh, Disneyland! There, your guys is. Halloween party is like a whole another level than Disney World. Like you guys, like as far as like costumes and stuff. Yeah. Um, like people go all out. Yeah. Like well, I mean, people year, dress up here, but nothing compared to you guys. Last year I had tickets for two two of the nights of the Halloween party at Magic Kingdom. Cause I wanted to see that Jack Skeleton puppet that they had the year before. Uh, but you know, everything got canceled. I couldn't make it. I barely got like like my last day at, uh, for that vacation was the first day of the Halloween season at Magic Kingdom. So I got, got to see at least some cavalcades and dress up that day. But yeah, like ours, I think ours is going to be a little better than yours for this year. Boogie right? Bash? The, the boo, boo to you. The Oogie Boogie Bash. Oogie the Oogie Boogie Bash. Bash. We get like longer hours and cheaper price. Well, I can tell you, I when I was in Disney World in 2019, I went to the first Magic Kingdom Halloween party. And then when I came home, I went to Oogie Boogie Bash. And I liked ours better because, like you said, there were so many rare characters. But that's not, an, I mean, the, but when you talk about the stage show that they do at Magic Kingdom, we don't have, I mean... We don't have anything like that. That's yeah. pretty, it was it was pretty great. And the other thing is, is that like being on vacation, it was nice having the lo the lower capacity in the park. I was able to hit a lot of the rides that I didn't hit during the day. So I yeah. I don't know that I fully maximized the partiness because I was doing rides. But uh, yeah, I I already got my Oogie Boogie Bash tickets for this year. I can't wait. I 
that's why I guess that's what I was getting at because I, I love the Halloween party and I know it's a good value. That's why I was saying if you had to pick a Halloween or a Christmas, what would you pick? Yeah, definitely Halloween. Okay. I would say Halloween party, yeah. For yeah. me. Yeah, that's why we haven't been to a um always go to Halloween. I'm like one or the other, and everybody always chooses Halloween. So we, we oh. haven't been to Christmas yet. Come on, Dad. You gotta you gotta do both. <laughs> <laughs> we got five. Christmas party there. is is <laughs> fun though. I definitely recommend trying it at least at least once. It, it's not it's not horrible. Um, mm. it's 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 actually pretty fun. But if if I were to choose between the two, I definitely choose. Well, that's the thing too. We we don't get a, a Christmas party. Oh really? Yeah, yeah that's, why, that's why I want to go so bad because I've never been to one. We don't have them out here. Oh yeah, go to one. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. they're fun. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> well, you got to switch it up here this year. Yeah, man. Um, I might. I don't know. I don't know. The kids want the candy, Matt. The kids want the kids all about the candy. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) I mean, okay. So I went the first time I ever went to the Christmas party was it was either 2015 or 2016. I I forgot. It was one of those years. And it's it's basically like same concept as as Halloween party where um, they have like different stations where you get like like treats. But yeah, like instead of candy, they have like different um, like snacks or, or cookies or whatever. That year that I went, like every single station had a snickerdoodle cookie. And I was like, what the heck is this? Like, this is, this is boring. <laughs> um, but the, the next year after that, I don't know, I guess like they heard me. Literally every single station was different. So like they had like the snickerdoodle cookie. Um, they had uh, gingerbread cookies, hot chocolate, a snow cone, um, pretzels, um, just like Oh, different like holiday snacks which was, which was kind of cool but yeah like as miguel was saying like there's um the parade and then the the shows which are which are all good and yeah they do also have like special like food i forgot what they are but like peco's bills and like cosmic rays they they all have like um like special food that that you can't get um unless you're going to the party so i know out here miguel like the big deal out here for Christmas is they do the candy canes right on main, yeah. on main street. No, those are handmade candy canes, right? Those all, yeah. they sell out really fast in the yeah, morning. You gotta get like a wristband. You gotta be in line early. And then the other big thing is the gingerbread cookies are always a big deal out here. Oh yeah. The ones, yeah. The gingerbread man that they had a few years back, those were so good. They were the best. They were selling out. I no. took home like 10 before <laughs> the holiday season was done. Yeah, seriously. So do you guys have that? Because I mean, I'm not even kidding, guys. People get to the park early to get in line to get a candy cane. That's that's how I mean, I don't think we do. Oh, one thing I did forget is Snope. Snope all day (laughs) during the Christmas party. They run that thing like all day. (laughs) Is yours scented? Uh, I don't think so. Ours is scented like like cinnamon or what is it like gingerbread or cinnamon? I don't know. Our Snope is scented. I don't think it is because if it was, I would have remembered it. Yeah, honestly, it's on my list. I, I I don't know if I can swing it this year, but uh, I might I might try. You never know. So anyway, well, I appreciate you guys filling us in. And uh, Richard, thank you for the question. Appreciate it. If you guys uh, out there have any questions you want us to talk about, just hit us up in the DMs. Uh, we'll be happy to happy to chop it up. So uh, anyway, we're getting ready to, to talk to Miguel. But before that, we got uh, we got a few games to play and uh, we're going to sw- switch it up this week. And Matt is going to take over the Disney or Datney. So uh, Take it or take it away, Matt. All right. So this is Disney or Datney. This is part of the show where we name two different things and you just have to answer which one 
you'd want to do more or that you like more. So, Miguel, are you ready? Yep. All right. First one. Walt's apartment or Cinderella's castle suite? Cinderella's castle suite. All right. Halloween party or Christmas party? Halloween party, definitely. Skyliner or monorail? Oh, I would. I really enjoyed uh, the the Skyliner, uh, especially like at the end of the day, and it was nice breeze. Just getting close directly to your hotel. Um, this last trip, I only used the monorail from the, the transportation center up to Magic Kingdom. But I do like that your monorail is much bigger than compared to ours. Like yeah. ours, we have to like duck our heads. Get the duck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you guys have windows, which is kind of cool. All right. Oga's Cantina or Lamplight Lounge? Uh, Lamplight, yeah. Roger Rabbit Cartoon Spin or Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin? Space Ranger Spin, yeah. Air Max or Air Forces? Air Forces. Baseball jersey or spirit jersey? Baseball jerseys. Slides or Crocs? Uh, slides. Uh, blue milk or green milk? Uh, I like the blue milk, but I, I can drink the green milk too. It's not that bad for me. The one with alcohol too. I saw I've never tried it. One of these days. Dole Whip. Or Peter Pan's float. Peter Pan float? Oh, um, Dole Whip float. Incredicoaster or Rock and Roller Coaster? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with Incredicoaster. Everest or Matterhorn? Everest. Uh, the last time I rode Matterhorn was 2015 when they had just changed the the Herald, the, the Abominable Snowman. That was the last time I rode it. Dang, so it's been... Not my favorite. Like, <laughs> it's been a while for you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, so would you rather get your shoes wet on Splash Mountain or would you rather get your shoe caught in the Main Street Railroad track? Uh, wet? I don't really have a problem with having to get it wet. For me, it was always like, for me, when it comes to sneakers like that, if I can still replace them, then I don't care if, if they get messed up. If they're still available somehow, if I can replace them, even if whether I have the money or not, if I can replace them, then I don't care what happens to them. But if it was like something that just doesn't come around, you know, then I, I, I won't wear them. For me, it's the wet socks all day. Yeah, <laughs> I can do it. All right. So uh, swim in pirates or would you rather swim in jungle cruise? Swim in pirates. Their water smells better. Yeah. Yeah. Award winners or Casey's Corner? Oh, uh, I've only had Casey's Corner one time. And that was that at the end of the, the, the Christmas party. Um, so I would have to go with award winners because they have more different selections and toppings. All right. Would you rather spend the night in Haunted Mansion or spend the night in Tower of Terror? Uh, like continue writing it? No, like uh, sleep. Oh, sleep? <laughs> uh, probably, probably the Haunted Mansion. I say the same. Snapback or fitted? Fitted. It's all the way. Lobster roll or lobster nachos? Lobster. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I think I've had the lobster nachos more often, so I would have to get lobster nachos. Solid answer. All right. Would you dress up for Dapper Day or dress up for Halloween party? Uh, I've done both, and I have more fun with the Halloween party. So I'd say the same, too. Yeah. All right. Last one. Would you rather be the rising Mickey at the end of Phantasmic or be the flying Tinkerbell uh, during Happy Ever After? Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Right? <laughs> yeah I, I would do the rising mickey i love fantastic all the way i say the same thing too and you yeah. get shoot fireworks from your fingers yeah <laughs> <laughs> i missed that show nice i know we gotta get, we gotta get that back i was disappointed you guys didn't have yours going at hollywood studios i was really hoping to see it there yeah hopefully soon yep. yeah i hope so too all right man it's irv's turn irv's got uh there's got a couple of uh 
He's got his three questions. So Irv, man, hit him. All right. Um, my first question, which I think I might know the answer to, is um, what's your favorite stage show? Stage show? Yes, sir. Um, is it does it have to be current or a past show? It can be current or past. My favorite all-time show. Ooh, I don't know if I quote count Fantasmic as a stage show. I mean, it's definitely up there. One of my all-time favorite was the Aladdin show that we had at California Adventure. Uh, I know it ran for like 14 years and then they replaced it with a Frozen show. I caught uh, the same version of the Aladdin show on a Disney cruise. And that was my main deciding factor of which ship to go on because the Disney fantasy had the Aladdin show on it. And it was the exact same version. So I just wanted to see it one more time. So it's definitely oh, Aladdin. I wish I saw that show before they yeah, got rid of it. I never got tired of that. They had a restaurant too, right? They had, yeah, they had, what was it called? Aladdin's Oasis. Something it's like that, like yeah. Hardaway. They had like a little mini show with, with like dining. Oh, I'm sorry. That was dope. Yeah. Um, all right, next question. What would you say is your all-time favorite shoe? Shoe? Like yes. the model or? Um, model. Model, the Air Force one. That's what I have back here. I never had other models like Air Maxes. No, no. I've only had maybe one dunk, pair of dunks. And no Adidas, no no Air Maxes, no, nothing else, but some Jordans and the rest are just Air Force Ones. I had at one point over 200. I've sold some since, but I still have all these back here that I got to get rid of sometime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I can respect that. All right, got one more question. If you can take um, anyone on a Disney trip with you to any Disney park, um, who would you take and where would you go? I, well, I'm always going out with uh, my wife. So um, we want to go on another Disney cruise. We want to go to Tokyo again. Um, 2023 is Tokyo's Disneyland's 40th anniversary. Um, they're getting like three new lands. And you know how they do it with fireworks and merchandise mm. and popcorn buckets. So, yeah, hopefully we can do that depending on they can accept tourists anytime soon. That's a good plan, man. That's, all right. yeah. That's it. That's all I got. They'll probably be all right by 23. I, can't I hope so. Yeah. I know, man. We'll see. We'll see if the Olympics happen. I'm hearing them talk about canceling it again today. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, man. So I got some trivia for you. I'm taking, I'm taking Matt's trivia spot. And I, I focused it on Disneyland because I know you're a local. But the problem is I know you probably know everything. So hopefully I didn't get <laughs> too deep in the weeds. Um, so let's start out with one that, Honestly, I couldn't I couldn't believe the answer when I saw it because I or, or at least I can't believe I was stupid enough. I didn't know the answer. What Disneyland ride has a longer track, the railroad or the monorail? I would say the railroad. That's what I thought too. It is the it is the monorail, and it's not even close. They say the uh, I looked it up and said the rail the railroad is only at one point three miles, and the monorail is like fourteen miles, which I, I, that doesn't I was, sound. I thought that was crazy, but uh, when you start thinking about it, how far it goes up to into downtown Disney, and then I was wondering if maybe if it's an old because remember the monorail used to go all the way to the hotel. Yeah, I remember that. And so maybe that's it might be an old measurement, but still, man, it's it wasn't even close. It wasn't even I guess because it goes pretty quick compared to the railroad. Right. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, what was the original budget for Disneyland? To build it. Yep. To build it. To build it million it's 10 million it's 10 million. came in at 17 though so uh, seven million over all right um on opening day if you count main street as a land how many lands did the original disneyland have 
six. A five. Five. Main Street, Tomorrowland, Adventureland, Fantasyland, Frontierland. Close. And then, uh, see, I, now here's another piece of information. I, I actually searched this three times because I didn't believe it. What popular snack food was invented at Disneyland? Was it Doritos? It was Doritos. I didn't even have to go multiple choice. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys know that? No, I had I no idea. Know. So I looked it up, and it said. So here, I got. I actually copied a little bit. It's like read. It said in the early days of Disneyland, there was a restaurant named Casa del Fritos, and they invented Doritos by repurposing stale tortillas they bought from local vendors. The chips proved to be so popular. Eventually, they were rolled out nationally by Frito Lay in 1966. <laughs> I did not know that. Wow. So anyway, all right, man. Kudos to you, Miguel. I, think, um, <laughs> I got I got one more hard one. Um, let's see what we can do. What attraction did Star Tours replace? Uh, do you want to give you multiple choice? Yeah. Okay. Um, Mission to Mars, House of the Future, Adventures Through Inner Space, and Circle Vision. Adventures Through Inner Space. Correct. Correct. I remember I, that one. Yeah, it Do went you? on both sides too, right? It was, uh, I think it was on Buzz Lightyear's side and on the other side. Was it? I don't remember that. Part. I thought it was. I mean, I remember writing it when I was little, but, but yeah, yeah, that was good. All right. So that's uh, that's what I got for trivia. I don't know, Matt, Matt that's, a hard, that's a hard deal finding stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> can I have my, can I have Disney or Disney back next week? <laughs> Actually, maybe we need maybe we need to let Irv rotate through. So, well, I'll, I'll do some digging, find some yeah. trivia. All right, we'll we'll, uh, we'll take that offline. But anyway, let's uh let's get into it a little bit with uh, Miguel and I, I know Miguel, you are a retired sneakerhead, is that correct? Yep. Yeah. I don't not in it no more. <laughs> not in it no more and then just for the people who are listening and not watching the YouTube, Miguel has about 100 pairs of shoes behind him. Larry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just puts my collection back here to shame. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I see one one pair in a glass case. Tell me about that pair. Uh this is uh an ID I made. This, this one is a navy blue digital camel. Mm, oh, that's pretty yeah. sweet. Oh dang. Gum bottoms. That's Air Force One. This is like a, a canvas material. That's pretty sweet. Have you ever worn those? They look pretty. They look pretty fresh. Uh, I worn them once. That's about it. Just for pictures, just of the grand. <laughs> All right. So I want to get into the shoes, but first I, I need to, I, I, as I always start out, tell me how did how did the love for Disney come up? How did where did that come from? It definitely came later in when I was older because it was never really part of my childhood. I I would say my mom maybe only took me about a small handful of times, and maybe I went with like visiting relatives that from out of town. Um, and then, you know, when you're like a teen or a young adult, you just want to go to like the thrill rides, the Six Flags, you know? So it wasn't until maybe 2006 when I got my first annual pass. I started going more frequently then. Um, and then once I joined uh, or created a Disney Instagram, that's when I wanted to be more involved in the events that, that happened at Disneyland, like Dapper Day, the Halloween parties, all the foodie events, um, and things like that, and just kind of took off from there. Yeah, your, your page is huge. And actually, man, I get a lot of my information from you. You uh, how, mu how much time a day do you, do you have to, like, how do you research all that stuff? Because, like, when stuff comes out, you know. Do people tell you, or are you doing the research? Or Biggest one is Twitter, of course. 
Disney Parks blog, always post on Twitter, a couple of other uh, accounts on, on Twitter that uh, always, uh, you know, report the latest news. And from there, I always try to like post it and keep everybody informed, mainly those accounts. And then I, of course, I, I follow other popular accounts who have the same information or who, who reported the information before I did. So that way I could pass along the informations that coming out. Yeah, definitely. If you guys, if you guys listening aren't, aren't following the gentleman Disney, definitely do. Cause he's got, he's got tons of info. And like I said, I was actually messaging you when I was at Epcot asking about how the Halloween tickets were going. So yeah, I, I appreciate the updates on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you left the sneaker game. So w- what was the state of, was there something that happened that made you not, you know, was it disenchantment with the sneaker game? Were you just like, hey, is it? Do you ever hit a point where you say, I got enough, I'm good? How how does that happen? Uh, part of it was I didn't like the direction where Nike was doing with the Air Force One model. Um, I was seeing like a lot of deconstructed models where like the swoosh or the back tab was like misplaced. For me, like vintage sneakers was like uh, I told myself like I never got them there. It just wasn't meant to be. Also, because I was going more frequently to Disneyland, I wasn't wearing the Air Force Ones because they weren't the best to go all day. Uh, sometimes the leather was too stiff. Um, I remember one time I was wearing an old vintage pair from like 2003, and I once I was in the parks, I noticed that the air bubble unit had kind of like flattened out and was not comfortable for the rest of the day. Um, so that was pretty much it. It, it just it, it just started to change for me. And also it was just getting expensive too. I, I couldn't do it with, with Disneyland and sneakers at the same time. So I had all these that I was like, it was just sitting there. I wasn't going, I wasn't going anywhere else. I was, I was going to the parks a lot. So I wasn't wearing these. And I started to wear like the, the Jordan threes more often to the parks. The only Air Force one that I wore a bunch of times at Disneyland was um, a fly knit model because it was super comfortable. The bottom sole felt like a like a, one of those air mattresses. I mean the the, the memory foam type. Okay. And it was super lightweight. I even ran one of those uh, 10k did run Disney events in them. So yeah, it was just one of those things where I had all these sneakers and I just wasn't wearing them anymore. So I was like, it's it was just time for me to like change it up. I can relate. Like I said, I've been I've been going ham the last couple of years, but like I said, in the last three months, I've been spending a lot of money on Disney, and I'm like, yeah. something someone's got to give. Yeah. So, uh, so social media, like I said, you, you got a big presence. How does that, how do you think that's changed the collecting? Cause I know you're, you, I want to talk about the fitteds, but um, collecting is definitely different in 2021 than it was in 2006, man. Yeah. I mean, I got into it in early 2003. So there was like, you know, no social media, no Instagram, no Twitter. Um, there was, you know, no smartphones, no, no apps to help you, to help you uh, get sneakers or to keep you informed. Um, you have to go into websites like Nice Kicks or Sneaker News. And your biggest source of information back then was uh, Nike Talk, the, the forums. Mm. The forums will tell you, you know, people will share their, their, what their pickups, um, the latest news, what's coming out you know, things like that. So that made it a whole lot different. Um, and either you were finding sources to, to get your sneakers or you were going directly to the stores. Uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like you could be at Disneyland and order from your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yep. That's, that's facts. 
Um, so the, the new collection now is fitteds. And uh, so how did you how did you get into that? Uh, fitteds, I was always into fitteds because with sneaker culture, you also have the streetwear culture, right? So you wanna always match up your 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 gear with with your sneakers. So I was always following uh, a bunch of like uh, smaller streetwear brands, and I was a lot of them had their own custom uh, fitteds. Um, I have a few like here, primitive. This this has like a teal color, elephant print, matches the the Atmos. Air Maxes. Mm-hmm. This one is major DC from the DC area. This matches Jordans easily. This is another one, Leaders out of Chicago. Cement print right there. But yeah, I just had like different ones. Lafayette out of Japan, Atmos, Undefeated, Acapulco Go. So as I was going to the parks more often, I was I didn't have a lot of Disney gear. So it, it was just that time where I had to like step it up and, and look for uh some 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 gear, some headwear. For the parks um normally like at, at work i work in an office environment so i gotta style my hair so on the weekends i just relax it so i always just put on a hat easily yeah. so all right i i've, I've got to know give me a ballpark how many disney fitteds do you have um i have a combination of fitteds and snapbacks because sometimes the designs are just too good and they don't come out in fitteds but hmm. i lost count at 120 <laughs> of uh Disney, uh, the, the classic Disney characters, the uh, Toy Story, Nightmare Before Christmas, Star Wars, Avengers. So um, yeah, I lost count somewhere of, of, at 120. Those are some of my favorite posts. The one when you post your new fitteds in front of a store or something like that. You know, I I, I love the I love those posts. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Um, so how it seems like you it seems like every time you post this is a Japanese exclusive. How are you dialed in with all this? Or like, is it is it can anybody do the legwork or is it you got to have the inside track or what's going on no i mean whenever you're collect i've always been a, the collector type so whenever you're a collector of anything whether you're collecting funko pops pins sneakers you develop your resources whether it's websites uh auction sites or just googling and that's what i do i i've over the years i've acquired you know many different websites that i started to follow auction sites like ebay and um, sometimes I'll use a buying service. So like if something comes out in Japan or Thailand, I'll use a buying service and I'll give them the link, the description, the cost. They'll buy it for me on, the, on my behalf. They'll get it shipped to their, their location. And then for an extra fee, they'll mail it out to me. So that's how I get a lot of exclusive like Japan uh, and Thailand. Um, you could do that same thing with sneakers like um, Yahoo auctions about getting that exclusive item. That's how I've always been with sneakers. I've always wanted to be something different, get something exclusive that not many people see. Yeah, because like I said, man, you've got you've got the craziest collection of fitteds I've ever seen, man. It's it's yeah. it's impressive. It's impressive. So, yeah. Now, how close are you to the parks? Is it uh, after work? Are you able to go after work in the evenings? That kind of thing. It, my drive is about a 30 minute drive. So if I was to go after work, it'd be, I'd hit the rush hour um, unless I hit the carpool lane, but it's, it's, it's a 30 minute drive. Cause it feels like, it feels like I seem to see you in the, you were in the park almost every weekend, were you? Uh, yeah. When I had my pass, yeah, I would go every weekend, sometimes yeah. twice. Yeah. And the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I said, I, I like I said, I, I appreciate your feed. I like, I like watching when, what, uh, what you got going on. We've, we've got some similar tastes on what we like. Yeah. So, uh, 
anyway, so back to sneakers, you, you aren't cold Turkey, but I mean, so you, you, you still pick up a few pairs a year, right? Last year I picked up like more of the, the, the Jordan threes. Cause I wanted to switch it up. So I picked up like the all red ones and the, the true blues from 2016 and, and the denim ones. I, I thought I, I really wanted to get the racer blues that came out last week. But at the same time was the Oogie Boogie Bash tickets were being offered. So what size are you? Uh, In Jordan's nine. My true blues are eight and a half and they feel a little tight after a whole day in them. Um, And then with Air Force once, they they would go up and down. It's either eight, eight and a half or nines. However, they were manufactured. Nice. I was going to say I have a size 10. (laughs) (laughs) It might be too big. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy how much they they gone up just for retail and how hard they, they how quickly they sell out nowadays back compared to back then it, um, it is it's um I mean, what 190 now for uh, a gs pair of uh threes right for grade school no the, i think no, gs the, is like 150 i'm a general lease oh, like the special ones like the yeah. i think yeah because the all the meniers were more expensive but uh yeah like um, um yeah they're like 190 um, I don't know, like, if you have this this store in your area, John. Um, have you heard of WSS Warehouse Shoe Sale? I haven't. Um, they're like a small chain of uh, shoe, shoe stores out here in Southern California. And they always have, like, general releases, you know, stuff for, like, the kids going back to school. Um, and it's just basically a giant warehouse where they keep all their stock on the main floor. All the, all the shoe boxes are on the main floor. You don't have to ask any employees to go to the back to get your size and back in 2004 2003 they used to carry the jordans the retro jordans and they would put them all in the middle of the floor all the boxes and you know anybody could grab all of them if they wanted to they sat there they they didn't really sell out that quick i remember one time i i went to one um i actually have it here silver box jordan and these were the um the 12s french blue 12s they were they had them a week early they sold them a week early, so I grabbed the pair, and I was rocking them, and people were like, how'd you get those? Those aren't even out yet, you know? So That's the same uh, exact pair that you got from WSS? Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, it, they would sit there. They wouldn't sell out really quick, and there was no line. Just grab them. Well, it's the, and, it's the last dance effect, right? I mean, yeah. nothing's and been the has, same since that documentary. It still has the, the price on it, it was 135 back then. Dang, those are like 190 retail. Yeah. Now I think, yeah. Yeah. I have that one story about uh, I camped out for some Jordans one time. This was the uh, 2004 Jordan 2 Carmelo editions. Oh. I don't know if you remember these. I can see it. Oh, too bright. There, there. Oh, okay. Uh, that was when uh, Carmelo had signed to the Denver Nuggets. It was a white and a university blue varsity maze colorway, you know, and he was signed to team Jordan. He was always wearing, uh, you know, his player editions with his, his name on it always on court. So they released the, the they were going to release these to the general public, but it was a, a quick strike. So it was only a few select stores that were going to get them across the U S. So my buddy and I went to the Nike town in Los Angeles. This is on Wilshire Boulevard, right across from Rodeo drive uh, in Beverly Hills. We got there like at 12 midnight. Um, there was probably about 25 people already waiting in line. And by 7am we were like, 10th in line i don't know how that happened we became 10th in line <laughs> um but yeah we ended up getting them um 
Uh, I can't remember the retail price. I think it was maybe 125 at the time. Yeah, I ended up selling them. Uh, but I think the resale value on this is not that high either. Like probably in the 300s. Really? It's a great, it's yeah. a great colorway. And I mean, of course, yeah. the twos are a little unloved, but with, uh, with the off-white twos coming out soon, that'll, that, I'm sure that'll change, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Back then, uh, Jordan Brand, I would say, was only releasing about 18 pairs per year um, as far as like the, the numbered series, not, not the Team Jordan, not the Jumpman series, but the, the numbered series. Uh, a few of those were just like retro colorways. A few of those were retros, but in new colorways or new materials. And then the others would be like the new ones in the, in the numbered series, like the 16th, the 17th and the 18th. Yeah. yeah. It's not as how it is nowadays where it's like every weekend. Yeah. Well, there's they probably release 18 every highs every year now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Has anybody else got any questions for Miguel? So how many pairs do you currently have now? Ooh, if you could I take, I have not I counted. Um, you take I'm, a big under 200. Um, Cause I did sell a few. Um, but yeah, I have just, just three, three racks worth. Just three racks. <laughs> just three. My oldest pair is from 96. 1996 Air Force Ones. How are those holding up? Like, can are, do you have any pairs that have crumbled or are they still good? These, these are still good. These were ahead of their time. The pat, these are black patent leather. Um, the patent leather was really good for that time. It, it, it doesn't like crack or crumble compared to like the older, the later um, patent leathers. Um, the sole's still good. The, the air unit is still good and intact. This one I wore a lot. So I actually watched like a TikTok video and they're basically saying that like, if you keep your, your shoes DS or like brand new, They'll crumble. those will crumble compared to more compared wearing. to like used pairs. Yeah. I saw that one too. Yeah. I've heard that, but by, by wearing them, it, it extends the life of them. Yeah. yeah. doesn't make sense to me, but. I, I, I once heard something, I don't know if it was true, but I heard that the, the tissue paper that they use had like a, chemical in it that was deoxidizing oxidizing the, the the insoles and just making them crumble huh hey, on John, the older you better pair. start looking into that man you're on you're the older the, pair i don't know about the newer the paper one. guy <laughs> yeah so that's why a lot of people would just wrap them in plastic you know so that's a good question miguel how do you have any ds pairs still in, in all those stacks or have you worn all those i do i don't know if i have anything here my last pair was the um last pair of air force ones i bought were the Rockefeller ones, the Jay-Z ones Ooh. that had the Rockefeller logo. I was just passing by a Foot Locker randomly and I grabbed the last one that was on the display case right there. But I, I, yeah, that was the last one I bought, but I never wore them. I haven't worn them yet. Oh. So you don't, like I said, you don't find Air Force One's good park shoes. You you usually rock the threes in the parks? Yeah, as far as, yeah, because the leather, it's definitely different. If it was a softer leather, I would or like the fly new ones that I loved, but like the leather nowadays is a little stiffer for on the Air Force Ones and, and on the toe box. So I don't really wear them too often. There's there's a couple of Air Force Ones here and there that I always see that are coming out that, that always pique my interest, like the undefeated ones that, that are coming out. Those look good. All right, anybody else got any more questions for uh, Miguel? All right, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, Miguel, thank you for spending some time with us, man. I appreciate chatting with you. Uh, it's good seeing you again. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review. Check out the YouTube if you're uh, listening to the podcast, and if you're listening to the, the if you're watching on YouTube, check out the podcast. 
Um, here we go. We are Kicks at the Castle. You can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to tag us in your uh, Disney Fit Picks or use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle. My name's John. You can find me on Instagram at Weekends with Walt. Miguel, where can the people find you on social media? Uh, Gentlemen's Disney. Gentlemen's with an S Disney. And you're on TikTok too, right? Yeah, I have a TikTok too. Same right. same uh, handle. Same handle. Okay. And uh, Irv, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram, Main Street Dad. And um, I'm going to the parks this weekend. So should have some stuff going on in the store. All right. And Matt, how can the people hit you up? Uh, you find me at the Disney Hype Beast or THB Shop. And I'm also going to the parks this weekend. So oh, check geez. out my store. Miguel are, you going, <laughs> Miguel, are you going to the parks this weekend? Because I'm feeling left out. No, I'm, I'm taking it easy this weekend. All right, man. Well, I'm, I'm heading to Palm Springs tomorrow. So, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be I'll be watching you guys' stories. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's episode 12. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we are out. Peace. Peace. Peace.